This is a Liverpool Echo podcast on Anfield Plus, the home of your daily podcasts, bringing you the inside track from Liverpool FC. Well, hello and welcome to a special Liverpool Echo podcast. My name is Paul Wheelock and we are delighted to be joined by former Liverpool and current Cardiff City defender Lee Peltier. Lee, thanks very much for coming in today and agreeing to talk about your career with us. Yeah, no problem. Uh, delighted to be here to, um, to have a nice little chat. Good, good. And co-hosting this podcast with me is my Liverpool Echo colleague, Paul Ghost, who was there at the very start of uh, Lee's career, if, I was. if I'm right to say. Yeah, yeah. Back in the... God, how old were we, Lee? You're a year uh, older than me, so uh, what, 10, 10, 11? 10, 11, yeah. yeah. Um, St. Saint, Michael's. Saint Michael's yeah. The all-conquering St. Michael's side of South Liverpool. Uh, 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 no shame in saying I totally everything he knows. So. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> he was a good player, to be fair. I can't take that away yeah, from him. What yeah. was being the opposite way there. <laughs> so, yeah, so you, you, you cleaned up, didn't you, both of you? Yeah, um, St. Michael's were a really, really good team. Um, I started quite late there, but they, they were going for for quite a number of years and um, all the way up until I think it was like under 13s, 14s. They were winning everything, everything each league, and it was a great team to be in, to be fair. Yeah, it was. It was uh, plenty of good players throughout that team. So from there to Liverpool, would that be right? When did you get no, picked up by Liverpool? I went to Tramia first. Ah, um, right. Did you come? I was at Tramia, but I don't yeah. think I was with you, no. Oh, I went to Tramia, yeah. Um, I signed at Tramia. I was there for a couple of years, um, just like the School of Excellence going down. And then uh, from there, I got picked up from Liverpool. Uh, from Liverpool yeah. yeah. So what age would that have been? I think I was about... Must have been about 12, 13. I was quite late starting. Uh, must have been about 12, I was, yeah. Yeah, about 12. So from then on, you spent 10 years at the club, didn't you? Or close yeah. to 10 years? Yeah, about done 10 years there at, at the, the academy. It was a great, great 10 years. Great place to... To learn the trade, um, some great coaches and great players there. Yeah, we'll probably get into that if that's all right with, with yeah. me and Paul now talking about your career. So, when was it that you started realising that you had a chance to get into the first team? Because you've done what so many boys around there dream of and played for Liverpool on four occasions. When did you think, you know, I've, I've got a chance here? Do you know what? I, I, it it come round so quick, I didn't didn't even realise. Um, before I knew it, I was at Melwood uh, training with the reserves and then obviously... Sometimes the reserves would go over with the first team and train with the first team, and um, remember the the cup games like the the gaffer Raffer at the time used to tell us like the the resis to come over and and train. Then out of nowhere, um, he just said to me, "You're going to be in the squad." Wow! And then was that that for the Maccabi Haifa? Was it in the Champions League? No, um, I was I was training with them at that time, but. They put another young lad in the squad at uh, Maccabi Haifa. It was Paul Anderson. And I remember yeah. I was like... He was a winger. Him, yeah, wasn't he, he was yeah. a winger, yeah. And um, I went to... Where was it? I went? I think it was Bordeaux. I was on the bench. It might have been Bordeaux. That was the first time I was on the bench in the in the Champions League. I'll never forget like the experience. The stadium was like a big castle. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was, it was, it was, was that a qualifier? Yeah, I think yeah, it was. Yeah. Scored, did he 1-0? I'm, I'm not sure who it was. It was so, I might be wrong about that. So long you've become the journalist. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was um, a long time ago, but my actual like debut in playing was um, in the cup in the mm. cup game, yeah, against Redden. Yeah, the, the, that Redden game was just it was a bit of a crazy one, wasn't it? Because Liverpool fought it up with about 15 minutes to go, and, and Redden pulled three back, and it was just a bit, bit of a. Crazy game to, to basically get your baby, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. To be fair, yeah. And, um, it, it, at first, I thought, oh, we're coasting here, and like it was, it was, um, it was a good game. And then they come back into it, and then um, it was, towards the end, it was really, really close. But it was a great game to to make your debut in. 
Yeah, what were your feelings like? You know, all, all those years playing for the the academy sides and then breaking into the first team. What was that feeling when you walked out onto the Anfield pitch? It was, um, it was surreal to be honest. It was obviously a lad from Liverpool making the debut for Liverpool at Liverpool. It was unbelievable. Um, it was a day that I'll never forget. And um, it was it was it was it's hard to to describe because when you're coming up with all your mates and you're running around, you're playing in the streets and you're like, oh, Anfield, like reenacting it and all that. And yeah. I was actually there and it was like, as I say, it was surreal. Uh, what was it like when, when Rafa Benitez, you know, one of the, at the time, he probably still is one of the most revered coaches in world football and he comes to you and he says, Lee, you're in, you know, you're going to be making a start. Well, that must have been incredible, that. Yeah, it was. It was, he was, he was relaxed about it really. He just said to me, just go and enjoy it. Just go and mm. enjoy it. You're going to be playing. It's like, um, just just going to show what you can do out there and he was so calm about it and I was like obviously crapping myself <laughs> <laughs> and he was just like saying to me just enjoy it like obviously and yeah it was great did you find out the night before yeah he told me the night before so, so you had, had a bad a, night's sleep <laughs> I had a bad night's sleep and I had a, a chance to tell all the family and and all that and everyone was made up to be fair yeah yeah, the, the 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 other appearances came that season, didn't they? And Paul was we were talking about it before. There was Birmingham before we get to the Champions League. There was one more League Cup game, the Arsenal one. Yeah. It's probably one Liverpool fans, football fans here won't forget in the hoodie because it was six three to Arsenal. And there was a Julio Baptista, you know, that yeah. night he was on fire, wasn't he? I'll never forget that he scored four past me. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what finished me. <laughs> no, it was. Um, they they had some players out like, and I just remember thinking to myself, this is. Different, like obviously, I've never experienced anything like that before in my life. Coming up against players like like him and like Fabregas, like Aliad Daero at the time, it, mm. he was he was really good. And I remember him when he was sco- he scored four goals, and I was thinking, oh my god, this is absolutely crazy. Like everything <laughs> he was touching, it was going in. I was like, oh, couldn't believe it. <laughs> no, it was crazy. It, it, it was it was another like strange game. Did, you know, you're involved in four games and three of them were, were completely nuts. I mean, this one was probably the most incredible of the lot. You know, you've, you've got the Stephen Gerrard's goal was just, you know, what a goal that was. The, yeah. Like the kind of half volley from yeah. the edge of the box and Robbie Fowler Robbie scored. Fowler, yeah. Sammy Appiah had the goal ruled out yeah. and, you know, on, a, on another day that could have easily been 5 all, and you're yeah. looking at penalties and extra time and all that. Uh, you know, again, what, what was that like to be involved in? Do you know what? I think uh, it was... I think I let it get to me too much that game mm. because I was playing against Baptista and obviously he scored four goals and I, everything was running through my mind at the time. I was thinking, oh no, he's he's got four goals. This everyone's going to be thinking this. I was only a young lad, just obviously, yeah. and I've never experienced. As I said, I've never experienced every, anything like that before. And I think I sort of went into to Michelle a little bit because everything like I was I was a bit scared. I'd say. Be at the time because as I say he scored four goals do you know what I mean if someone scored four goals and he's playing on your side you're thinking to yourself <laughs> Jesus Christ I'm yeah. never going to play again here but um, as I say it was a great experience and it was one that I'll never forget and um, I think experiences like that have got me to where I am yeah, now in my career yeah. yeah and obviously you were playing with the likes of Robbie Fowler and Steven Gerrard Jamie Carragher, you know, these are Liverpool icons, aren't they? You know, how kind of helpful were they in, in your early early stages? Yeah, definitely. As I say, Gerard's probably the, the best player that I've ever seen mm. live, and it was unbelievable to be playing like that. And like I say, Robbie Fowler comes from the same area as me yeah, and yeah. same schools as me. There's another Jamie Carragher, someone I looked up to. I still do. 
yeah. to, to this day and it was absolutely unbelievable to be to, to haven't stepped on a pitch with, with them sort of players what was it like day to day in training what were they like in training um, they were just so professional done done everything to, to a T especially um, Gerard. never seen anyone train like, like him just I remember one time just receiving a pass from him and I was like Jesus Christ just <laughs> wrapping in at me and as I say it's a, it's a them sort of players on a different level, aren't they? Even even to this day, you can still class them on a different level to some of the players that are out there now. Well, that season got to the Champions League final, which we may come to in a minute. But you did play on that the road, didn't you? It was yeah. Galatasaray. Yeah, that, yeah. Your, your, your Champions League debut. Yeah, I played at, at Galatasaray. I remember it. Not the uh, easiest place to, to come in. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it's a bit scary. It was. Yeah. That day. <laughs> <laughs> just looking around, just having a little look around, and it was just like. It was hectic, just everyone was climbing against the cages and all that. But um, is it as intimidating as it's made out to be? Um, that was at the Ali Semi end. Yeah, um, yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. It was very. It's very an intimidating place. I think for me, anyway, it was. And then there was a couple of other lads who, who played with me. It was Danny Guffrey. Yeah, who played and uh, God bless him. Who's not here with us today, Mickey Roche, who, um, mm. who who played, but. Um, it was a great experience to go over there. Not many people can say that they've done that, can they? So, as I say, it was absolutely unbelievable. Rafa, what was he like? <clears throat> I know we touched on him, what he was like when he gave you his debut, but as Paul said earlier, he's one of the most revered managers in Liverpool's history. But to the outside, sometimes you can look a bit cold, you yeah. know, clinical, but what was he like on a, a man-management basis? Well, I you? think he is, he is sort of like that. He, he's a, as you say, he's a fantastic manager, but... It was it was really you'd stop and have like a conversation with him. He'd say hi, hello, and and whatever. But to be fair to him, even to this day, when I come across him, he still comes up to me and says, yeah. "Hi, uh, how are you?" and all that. And I, as I can say, like he giving me debut, so do you know what I mean? I have all the respect for him, and as I say, he's a fantastic manager. and He done uh, great things for Liverpool. I, I kind of think Rafa the manager is so different to Rafa the manager. Like I know a lot of people speak so highly of him in terms of. You know, he, he still lives on the Whittle, doesn't yeah, he? And his family yeah, are yeah. quite well known in that community. Um, and on a managerial level, Stephen Gerrard, more than anyone, has said that he's, he is just a cold, hard yeah. tactician. Yeah. Um, and that obviously works for him. But uh, did, did you manage to, to catch him uh, at, at the game the other week? Or No, I didn't see him the other week. Um, I didn't, I didn't um, obviously, I think he was obviously fuming because of the, because <laughs> yeah. of the way they played. <laughs> um, and the other man sent off. But um, as I say, I've come across him a couple of times when he was in the champ, and I've yeah. come across him like a, a few times. And he, as I say, he still comes up, and he's still good mates with um, Owen Brown. Yeah. You know, yeah. of Owen yeah, Brown, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I see Owen quite a bit in, in Liverpool, and then he's always asking. I've knew Owen since I was a kid, and um, I think he's really close with Rafa now. And um, yeah, the the good the good people. That second half of the season, you went on loan with Hull, didn't you? What was that like, a first experience? Because you'd, you'd had that experience in men's football with Liverpool, such a yeah. you know, big step. But what was it like maybe taking a step down with, with some really good pros? People like Nick Barnby were there yeah, at the time, yeah, weren't they? Yeah, um, I think I needed it, to be honest with you. Um, obviously, I had a little taste of playing in the Champions League and I think uh, reserve football got a little bit boring for me. Mm. And um, I needed to, to get out and, and play some games. and. At the time, they were in a in a tough situation. They were uh, fighting relegation, and as you say, there was there was uh, some old school players there like Nick Barnby, Dean Windass, <laughs> Big John Park, and it, it was it was crazy to go in like as I was a young boy. But um, I played a lot of games for them, to be fair, and we stayed up. And um, 
I didn't play a lot of games, but I played all the games from when I was there, and we stayed up, and it was, it was, that's what I mean. It was another great experience for me to see what it meant to people because I'd never been in that situation. People fighting for to to save the club for, yeah. from relegation yeah. and stuff like that. So um, it was a great experience for me again, and I seen how important getting results and stuff like that was, like for the first time, really. Yeah. Yeah. And then from there was it Huddersfield, was it? No, I went to Yeovil from there. Oh right, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was a bit of a culture shock, I imagine. Very, very, yeah, very much so because, as I say, at the time I was I was Liverpool lad. I've never been outside of Liverpool, and I was from Liverpool. I was playing for Liverpool. I, was, I thought I was the, do you know what I mean? I was out in town. And <laughs> I was going out a bit, and do, do you know what I mean? I, but I, I needed to. It was a, that 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 point in my career. I think um, defined what was going to happen in my career because. At the time, as I say, I was a local lad in Liverpool playing for Liverpool. I got a little bit carried away going out, doing stuff. Maybe when I wouldn't say I was doing bad things, but just weren't focusing on what I had in front of me. As like I, I think I just let took my eye eye off the ball a little bit. So um, the club said to me, "You need to go out on loan, play some games and stuff like that." And um, I, I had quite a bit of interest. I had a few teams in London and stuff like that. And my mum said to my agent, she said, there's no way he's going to London by himself. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen him now in Liverpool. She said, there's no way. And to be fair, she chose Yeovil for me. Really? She was like, yeah, he's no going. bright lights there, no. is there? She, she, she spoke to my agent and said, she said, ah, I think the best place for him to go is Yeovil to get his head down. I was like, couldn't get my head around it, how far it was. But um, there was another local lad down there, Anthony Barry. He, was playing for, he used to play for Everton. So uh, me and him used to drive down and, to be fair, it was it was tough, really tough down there because you don't realise what you've got until you get taken away from it and you get put in a different um, different place. And the, the, just in terms of the facilities and stuff, like I, I say, the stuff at Liverpool is absolutely second to none. And um, I was going to a, pl- a little club in in Ye- in Yeovil. It was a great club, don't get me wrong, but the facilities and weren't what I was used to. And I found it tough down there, to be honest with you. To, but I just thought to myself, you just need to get your head down and play some games. And you were about, what was it, 19, 20 at the time, something like that? Yeah, I was, I was yeah. young, you know what I mean? I was, I was really young. And um, to go that far away and go and play games, I ended up signing there because um, they put an offer in. Because I'd done all right, to be fair. They put an offer in at Liverpool and Liverpool accepted it. So I was like, obviously... I need to, to to go, and I ended up signing there. But I, cu- I quickly moved on from there. I just I thought to myself, I need to get my head down, play well, so I can get some other teams interested. And uh, that's what happened. But as I say, it was another great experience, and it was another stepping stone to where where I am now. An Anfield Plus podcast from the Liverpool Echo. An Anfield Plus podcast from the Liverpool Echo. You know, there's lads now in Liverpool's academy, like yourselves, who yeah. may have had a little bit of taste of first-team action, or they might be 20, 21, 22. Would you recommend them going out on loan, you know, to, or would you say stick there and, and wait for your chance to come if it, if it does come? No, I think, you, I think for me, you've got to go out and play and get used to what it's like. It's a different, it's a different ball game from reserve football, under 23 football, what it is now. I think even reserve football back then was... It was okay when you look at the under 23s now. 
I'm not the guy to say, but for me, it, it, it's pointless. You, you know what I mean? You need to go out and experience what you're gonna what you're gonna be doing each week. And um, I think the young lads need to go out and and, and play and taste that. Huddersfield was next, wasn't it? Where you played the year, had a really good spell there, yeah. and then to Leicester, and then Paul was telling me before you were Sven Goran Eriksson's first sign at Leicester. Yeah, that was that was um, that was mad to be fair. Um, I say I went to Huddersfield after that, and um, I found a place where I was actually settled, and I enjoyed the best, even to this day, the best time of my, my career. I enjoyed mm-hmm. the football. All the lads there were all similar age. I was an hour away from home. Um, we had a really good team. We had a really good young manager in Lee Clark. So it was like a fresh, nice, fresh club, and it was really good. And um, we done really well. We, we The first year we got to the playoffs, we got beaten in the semi-final. The second year we got beaten in the final. Yeah, it was 3-0 to Peterborough, wasn't yeah, it? We got, yeah, we got done. But all season we done so good. And um, to to get beaten in the, in the, the, the final was absolutely devastating. But... Straight away after the final, believe it or not, the the chairman came up to me and he said, "Listen, we're going to need to sell you now." <laughs> <laughs> so, like, the same day, yeah, the same day. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so um, nah, but I had a great relationship with the the chairman there. As I went back there after after the, I went to Le- I went been to Leeds as well, um, but from there I went on to Leicester with with Sven. And uh, that was a, that's another great club. That I've, mm. I've been at some good clubs to, to be fair. And um, as you see, what Leicester are doing now, I think I was there at the start of it when yeah. they started bringing all, all the players in and, and stuff like that. But I was only there for a year. And sometimes I think to myself, like, why did I go that quick? Because I played every game. Like they brought, they signed me and they signed um, John Pantel. And they said to me, like, listen, John Pantel is going to be our number one right back. And he, he, you just work hard and try and get yourself in the team. I got it. I started the. He got injured. I started the season. I didn't come out of the the team. I played forty odd games, and um, they signed another right back in the summer, uh, Richie Delat. Yeah. And I sort of spat me dummy out and was like, like I played every game and you're signing. But when I look back, it's that's football and it. You're gonna get competition and that. So um, we moved on to Leeds from there. Yeah, we went to Leeds, but it was a great time. I had a great time there as well, to be fair, and uh, it, was, it was a good club. Now, Leeds, like when you talk about Leeds, people our age they probably think, I mean, I know I do, like Harry Kuehl and Mark Faduka, Lee Bowyer, you know, that era that was you know, challenging Liverpool at the top end of the Premier League and Champions League semi-finals, I think, at one point. So when you were given the captain's armband for a club that big, you know, that, that must have been a special moment. Yeah, it was. It was. Do you know what? I didn't realise how big it was. Mm. When I look back now, I did not realise how big it was because that club is a massive, massive club. Like the the fans, you you go away, you're getting five thousand fans. Like for a club, and they've had some hard times there with the owners and stuff like that. But as I say, in general, it's a iconic club in in football. Mm. Leeds United, Ellen Road is is a massive club. So I didn't realise when he said to me, listen, you're going to be captain. I didn't realise what was going to come with that. So um, I've been captain at other clubs and like here and there, but nothing like that. That that hit me by by surprise, that did being captain at that club. Yeah, they, they are generally a sleeping giant. I know it's a cliche, yeah, isn't it? But yeah. you look at some of your other teams there, yeah. Huddersfield in the Prem, Leicester in the Prem, would you yeah. love to see Leeds get up there with you and with Cardiff and the rest of the teams? Yeah, definitely. Uh, 
it's as I say, it's a massive club. It belongs in the, the club itself belongs in the, the Premiership. They've got the facilities and all that. And I think, as I say, they've had a bad, bad, probably four or five years now. But I think the guy they've got now it looks like he, he's mm. trying to turn things around. But we'll see because, t- to be honest, Leeds always like last season as well. They started off really well, so in the Championship, the Championship's very, very hard league really very hard league and you've got to do it throughout the season so hopefully they can continue to do it and see where it takes them and it was at Leeds where you passed first crossed with Neil Warnock is that right? yeah he signed yeah. me at Leeds yeah and um, he signed me at Leeds and he gave me the captaincy but he got sacked like I think it was after the first season he, he went and then um, I went to the second season, towards the end of the season, I went to Forest, Nottingham Forest, like it's another, another massive, yeah, massive yeah, club. Yeah. And um, Neil Warnock, he rang me and he said to me, um, "Listen, I'm going in that Forest here." He said, "Do you fancy it?" So I was like, "Yeah, like speak to my agent and, and, and whatever." So he spoke to my agent. He spoke to Leeds and I agreed everything. So I've gone down to Forest with my agent to, to sign the, the deals. And um, as I got there. Um, no one knew what was going on because the forest was in turmoil at the time as well. Like they didn't know what was going on. And anyway, I, I'd signed there, and Neil didn't end up signing there. So I was like, "What's going on here?" And the manager had just been sacked there as well. Billy Davis was Billy it? Billy Davis, yeah. yeah. And um, so I'd signed now, and I was, I was like, "No one knew what was going on." And um, for whatever reason, uh, the gaffer didn't sign there. So I was I was left there a bit stranded, but as a, that was a fantastic club as well. Believe <laughs> I know I keep saying all these clubs <laughs> are unbelievable, but they're all big. Forest is another, yeah, yeah. another big club, so I went from Leeds to, to to Forest. Yeah, just two of the stories you've given us there: signing for a club who was supposed to be appointing a manager, <laughs> the Huddersfield chairman telling you being sold the day of you losing the playoff final. I don't think fans often realise what footballers have to go through, particularly when it comes to transfers. It, it can yeah. be mad, can't it? You know, what yeah. goes on behind the scenes. No, definitely. It's, it, it is it is tough, especially if you don't want to go and the club want you out and your family's settled, mm. you've got kids in school and you have to just pick that up and go to, to wherever you're going. And it is, it, it's really tough stuff like that. I know they're, they're quite funny stories, but in general, you see, I see it all the time with lads around me. It, it can put you in a really bad place in football like the stuff that goes on behind the scenes that people don't don't see but um football comes as pros and cons then it? so it's, it's just like everything else in in life so yeah yeah i mean as you say you know you you're basically picking up your, your life and, you, and you're moving it 200 miles north or south or whatever and not only are you moving your family you've got to find somewhere to live and you know some players might have kids and they've still got to maintain that their level of of you know, their, their standards, haven't they? On top of that, it must be so difficult. Yeah, definitely. You, you've got to settle in, haven't you? You've got to go to a new club, settle in with new people. You've got, your family have got to settle in because, more important, I know football is, is great and that, but more, family is your first port of call, isn't it? So yeah. you've got to make sure your family is happy. And um, if they're not happy, then it, it comes on to you, doesn't it? And it can affect your uh, performances mm. and stuff like that. So people don't really see, I know, because oh, he, he's having a terrible time and this, that, the other, but there can be underlying issues that people don't really take into account. But um, it can be tough, but at the end of the day, it's the best job in the world. 
always have roots in Liverpool, though. You're back here, obviously, this week. You're back regularly. Yeah, Liverpool's my city. Like I love, I love Liverpool. Like all my family's still here. My kids still go to school here. Um, I, I get back as much as I can. I'm always in and about the the, the town. I mean, but uh, where I'm from, my area and stuff like that. So, I, I, funny enough, I seen Paul's dad the other day in the, in the petrol station. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I seen him, and I, I was like, I see all the old faces and all, and all that. Yeah. It must be proud of you as well. You know, a, a local lad doing well. You've had a cracking career. You're still having it. Do you, do you get that pride, that reflective pride from people you grew up with? Yeah, definitely. We're, especially with, you know, with the lads that I've, I've come up with. Like that, a lot of them always follow my career because I've been out of Liverpool for so long. I, now I've been playing my football like elsewhere, and and uh, people when I see them like, oh, congrats and with with Cardiff and stuff like that. And it's it's nice to see that people have, have followed your career. Just one to go back to Neil Warnock, as we were talking before you came in. Brilliant manager, you can see that from his CV, but he's rubbed people up the wrong way. I know he's rubbed Liverpool fans up the wrong way. I know he had run-ins with Rafa. What's he like to, to, to work for, first and foremost? You've, you've had him at a couple of clubs now. Yeah, I've had him at, at two clubs. and you, You've got to be with him to, to, to see what he's like. He's a great guy. He's actually he's, he's a really great guy. And, um, I've got a lot to thank him for 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 what he's done for me and, and my career, and um, he's just he's just straightforward. He, he just tells you how it is. He tells you what he wants. If you do what he wants, you're happy. If you don't, then he's, that's how straightforward he is. Um, great manager. What he's done at Cardiff is absolutely unbelievable, and it's not just Cardiff, is it? He's he's done fantastic jobs in the majority of places mm. he's been, and I think he's just got his own little unique way of doing things that. As I say, you have to be there to, to to see how he works, and he's got a great little team around him and Ronnie Jepson and Kevin Blackwell, a lot of experience, and uh, he just creates a lovely little uh, like like a family f- club, and like everybody gets on with each other, and, and I think that's where it starts from. And uh, this season, obviously, your first one in the Premier League, uh, four games in. How are you finding it? Um, it's we we haven't got to where we wanted to, to be but we've had some good performances and I'd say in every game we've been in the game to be honest with mm. you and um, I think we're just finding our feet and uh, we're, I think we'll, we've we been doing okay We've uh, the gaffer's been he's obviously been disappointed with the results and we could have won a couple of games that we maybe drew but I think in general the performances have been Good. I'm not going to say really good because we never got the results, but they've been good, and we've, there's been a lot of positives we can take from them. It's not as if we've been like, oh no, do, do, do you know what I mean? Like we come into the prem, nobody we're getting battered. Yeah. We, we haven't been battered. Um, we played Arsenal on Sunday, and we give them a, a run for the money. We were unlucky not to take anything from that game. To be fair, for me, I thought we could we could have won the game, but um, as I say, the difference is the. They've got top-class players, world-class players. You give them half the half, a little sniff, and they'll punish you. And I think we're fine in that, so we, we, we'll we'll take that into account in, into future games. And what's been the biggest difference then between, obviously, championship football and, and top level? As I say, just that little half the half. Yeah, just the, like, the small you, margins. Yeah, if, you don't, if you're not concentrating 100%, before you know it, the ball's in the back of your net. You've probably seen the game on Sunday mm. at Bamiyam. You could say, weren't in the game at all until the ball got flicked down the corner. He had a touch, bang, goal, yeah. top corner. And you're like, where's that come yeah. from? 
like a shirt ball could come down, got half a yard bang, back of the net. And you're like, bloody hell, last wow. year in the championship, you'd get away with that. Like, in the, that's the difference, like, that, that split-second decision, not getting that tight to someone or just giving them a little bit of more space than you usually would, and you get punished for it straight away. And just looking ahead to a little bit further down, down Cardiff's Road, uh, October the 27th at Anfield, have you, have you thought about that much? Do you know what? I, I haven't. I haven't. Do you know? I haven't looked at the fixtures properly, no. to, to be honest with you. Uh, I just t- take it game by game, but family and friends have. Yeah. have <laughs> get me tickets for the game <laughs> yeah. straight away already. But um, yeah, I'm really looking. I haven't been back to, to Liverpool since I left, so I'll be really looking forward to, to going back there. But at the minute, Liverpool are a bit of a force at the minute, mm. aren't they? So it's going to be. It's gonna be a um, a tough game to to play in. Uh, what have you have you made of Liverpool uh, looking from afar? You know, this season a lot of people kind of think that they're gonna be Manchester City's main rivals. Um, what what do you think personally? You've started off really well, but as I say, it's only four games in, isn't mm. it? And uh, people get carried away, and rightly so. They've been been playing really well, but um, I think Van Dijk's made a massive difference. Yeah, he's an absolute monster. Um, the top three they've got. Um, Milner's do, been doing really well. I like. I think he, he's he's a, he's a main player in the team that people don't really see what yeah, he does. For, yeah. If you know what I mean for the for the team. Um, obviously, the goalkeeper looks to looks to be um, sound apart from his little lick up, but it's life in it. You make yeah. mistakes. But um, as I say, I think it, it's not just. This four games, I think, because of the back end, the the last season as well, the way Liverpool went on, I think they've brought it in into this season and yeah. they've got the, that sort of momentum where they're playing well and scoring goals. As I say, they they fixed the little things that maybe people thought were the weaknesses, and um, I do think they, they're going to be challenging. I, I, I do think they'll be challenging Man City at the minute, and hopefully they can they, they can. Yeah. Because they, they deserve to to get somewhere this season. Um, something me and Paul mentioned just before you come in was, was Trent Alexander Arnold. We wanted to ask you, you know, your thoughts on him because similar similar position, similar story. You know, a young lad from Liverpool coming through to the first team. You know, what, what have you made of his rise over the last twelve months? It's been absolutely fantastic. To, to be honest with you, when I, when I look at him, when, when I first seen him come in, I thought, yeah, nice little player. But the, what he's done is absolutely unbelievable. Like. People don't realise like he's on. What is he? Nineteen? Is he? Yeah. I think yeah. The yeah. games he has played in, the pressure that has probably been on him, and he's performed in every game, and that's something special and unique that you don't really get in many many kids. I think he's a really really good player, and he's gonna be he's gonna be better. He's gonna get better with more, as I say, experiences, more yeah. games, and like he's been to the World Cup now, and I think he's he's a really good good. Young player, and he, he's got plenty of ability and plenty of potential. He's took that position to his own now, and he so um, yeah. hope he keeps improving. I know he'll, as I say, he's young. He's going to have his ups and his downs. But people got to realise how how young he is, and he, he's he's made a fantastic start to his Liverpool career. That's what I can say. Yeah. Him, him like you, he was took centre midfielder as well. You know, when you you're coming through the ranks and you get an, an opportunity for the first team. It may not be the position you're going to play. You just have to accept it, kind of thing. You know, if you get an opportunity, that's where you're going to play. Yeah, definitely. If, if the gaffer comes and says you're playing there, <laughs> you're playing there. You, 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 
especially that young, he's not. He's, he's probably just wanting to be in in that first team, and obviously whoever's put him right back has made the, the right choice because he's going to be a fantastic right back. He could be one of the best in in the world. Never mind in in England if he if he keeps on progressing and uh, doing what he's doing. Uh, he's got the world at his feet. As I say, the games he's actually played in is absolutely unbelievable for a for a nineteen year old kid from the city. Is is unbelievable. And he's doing great. Do you think it's important as well for Liverpool this worldwide club? It is the massive fan base has got to have like scouts' heartbeats, have Liverpool players playing in the first team. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, because Liverpool's made up of of its own people in it. So for for the club to have. Um, one of their own representing them, it means a lot to them, doesn't it? I, yeah. For me, I look, I look at trends and think, bloody hell, go on, lad, you're doing doing good for the Scousers. You know, <laughs> yeah, I mean? and yeah. It, it was the same with Gerard when mm. when you mentioned Liverpool. It mightn't even be football; it could be anything uh, from Liverpool. And everyone say Stephen Gerrard. He represents Liverpool, doesn't mm. he? So um, yeah, I think it's massive that um, they keep uh, blooding the the young lads through. Hopefully, I see there's a young lad, Curtis Jones, who's from the area yeah, as well, yeah. who's doing really well. Um, hopefully, you get a chance. Um, I'm not too. I don't really follow the the young, the young league uh, that much, but I've seen Curtis Jones, so I'm not really aware of many others coming through. Yeah, it, Curtis was um, he was on tour with them in in the, in the United States, and he played quite a fair bit over pre-season actually. And he, he, um, he he certainly showed what he was about, and I don't know he's a, a player who Klopp kind of thinks is definitely one. Yeah, for, for the future, future, yeah. Yeah. But, um, he's got that kind of arrogance about him in, in a, a likable way, Curtis. So you kind of see him do a little trick to beat a man, and, and you think, I like that, I'll do it again. And yeah. he's just got so much ability. It's uh, It'd be interesting to see how his career develops. Yeah. Definitely. What we, we're going to ask you about, because you've been on loan at Cardiff last season, a Liverpool midfield, he's now gone to loan in Germany, Marco Grewich. What was he like there for, for the time you spent together? Um, fantastic player. Uh, done really, really well for us, I think. I think he played like 12, 13 games. I think we didn't get beat for the first 10 games he played. He made a big difference for us. Um, he's another young lad, absolutely he's massive. And he's a, Man Mountain. He's an athlete, he's a yeah. monster. And um, I think coming from Liverpool to, to Cardiff, it was a massive difference because the way Liverpool play, the way he's been training with Liverpool, the way Neil Warnock wanted them to play, took it in a stride straight away, settled in, good lad. No arrogance or nothing about him. Top lad. I still speak to him now, and he's he's away at Air for Berlin. Yeah. I think um, Cardiff wanted him back in the in the summer, but obviously he held on for whatever reason. But um, he's a really good player, and I think I think was he twenty two, twenty three? Is he? He's twenty two, I think. Yeah, he, he's. Um, I think he made fourteen appearances for years last season, and. Um, he was someone who, who I know Neil Warnock wanted, wasn't he? Yeah, they, they were they were after him for ages. As I say, he made a massive difference to us, and we needed that to get us over the line. At the time, we we were fighting for promotion, and uh, by Christmas we were going through just a little bit of a bad spell. The gaffer brought him, got him in, and all of a sudden everyone went, "Bloody hell, this kid looks first training, don't like the shooting session. He was just top corners." <laughs> And then from there he just kicked on. He done really well for us, as I say. He was a good lad as well, really good lad. Come in, settled in, and as I say, we got promoted with him. He come to all the awards and everything, like with the team, and he, all the lads loved him there. To be honest with you, 
his ambitions obviously to be a Premier League player yeah. hopefully with Liverpool you've achieved that now because yeah. we were saying before Bournemouth would have been your first Premier League yeah. appearance even yeah. though you've played in the league yeah. for Liverpool the Champions League and you've had a really successful career you know yeah. before that Bournemouth game were you thinking it's been a long road but it's you know you, you've made it there again yeah definitely um, to be honest like at my age now like I was com- I'm starting to think or not going into the Premiership anyway but um when we when the gaffer took over at Cardiff, we were we were rock bottom, and um, this was eighteen months ago or maybe two years ago now. And he come in, and that season we when when we were bottom, he come in at like Christmas time, and uh, we went from then to the end of the season. We went on a really good run, and to be fair, we we could have got in the playoffs having starting so bad, but we missed out on the playoffs, and we had a proper pre-season with them, and then we had last season and we got promoted it was absolutely unbelievable what what we've done not one person probably give us a a, um, a chance of getting promoted you had the likes of Fulham people were banging on about because they were playing some good football you had Wolves who were playing yeah. great football but everyone forgot about us everyone was like oh Derby or Middlesbrough whoever it was and people forget like last season we didn't come outside the top four all season not once from the start of the season to the end of the season, I think the the lowest position we went in was is, was fourth, and it was an absolutely unbelievable achievement what we done that season and um, got to the Premier League. There you are. I think that's yeah. everything. Are we all right? Yeah, that, that's a that's a great way to end it on, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely, mate. Well, first, first, finally, thanks very much for coming in, mate. It's not oh. often we get to an interview with Premier League footballer every day, oh, mate. No so problem. no, it's uh, well, well, that's usually James Pierce's on it, isn't it? But, uh, <laughs> true, yeah. yeah, no, but best of luck for the season, thanks. mate. I'm I'm sure we'd love to get in touch again for yeah, the season. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. Paul, thanks for hooking us up with your old teammate. Yeah, <laughs> no, problem, yeah. no problem. Thanks, boys. Cheers, mate. Yeah, no You've been listening to an Anfield Plus podcast on the LFC Echo app.